This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio at the bottom of the hour, Anthony Fury is going to join us, Sun Paper's national columnist. Uh, he's got some interesting things to say about the uh, Muslim-American activist Linda Sarsour, who was a principal behind the Women's March and uh, was against Judge Kavanaugh's appointment. She's railed against Trump, said some incendiary and uh, very controversial things, too. Uh, well, we'll let Anthony describe uh, how he feels about her coming to Winnipeg to speak, because a lot of people would sooner see her not be allowed to speak, but the free speech issue does play large, and if you're going to be intellectually honest and consistent, I think you have to let her speak, but uh, that'll be a discussion we'll have shortly on a matter of free speech. I guess, you know, uh, it's not always free, and if you think it is, uh, then you're the product. It kind of follows with these home devices now, and uh, even the use of Facebook. There are some intriguing issues that deal with privacy, and of course, our go-to person on that front is Ann Kavukian, the Distinguished Expert in Residence at the Privacy by Design Center of Excellence at Ryerson University, three-time Privacy Commissioner here in the province of Ontario. A good afternoon, Ann, so we meet again. John, always a pleasure. My understanding is uh, the Federal Privacy Commissioner is planning to take Facebook to court uh, and I think they know that somewhere along the line they're going to have to pay out. They're planning on uh, paying about $5 billion in fines for privacy breaches, uh, if I've got it correct. Uh, yes. What's the angle he's chasing them on? Well, he wants to hold them accountable because he, he and um, Commissioner McAvoy, the B.C. Privacy Commissioner, just completed a report where they found that there have been multiple privacy uh, invasions in terms of uh, what Facebook has done, the information they've collected, the information they've disclosed to third parties without consent. So there's all these breaches, and Facebook is basically blowing them off because uh, federally they don't have order-making power. They can't make Facebook, uh, you know, address any of the issues in terms of repercussions. Facebook has basically just blown them off. So Commissioner Carrien is said, okay, we're taking this to court. We need to hold them responsible for their actions. They have to be held accountable. I applaud him for that. All right. And uh, this is to force the company to change their privacy practices. They're slipshod in that regard. We've talked in the past about that. Uh, How many people, I guess, in this country had their privacy sort of uh, abused or not safeguarded by Facebook? I think it was over 600,000 Canadians. That is the number, I believe. It may be more than that. Um, as you know, globally, at the time of Cambridge Analytica, it was 87 million worldwide. It's just such an, it's such an intrusion. It's just unthinkable. Well, and they use this data or they sell it uh, to other people for whatever their purpose, right? I guess in Cambridge Analytica's yeah. case, uh, it was seen to be manipulating or influencing political outcomes. Yes, exactly. In other cases, it's advertising. They make a, a huge amount in terms of their the advertising and marketing of this data. So they gain enormously, uh, whereas their users uh, lose out every time because their, their privacy is completely eroded. Apple is sort of trying to position itself now as really being a watchguard of personal privacy. Uh, do you believe them? I think they are among the best. 
uh, John. I mean, they do offer end-to-end encryption in terms of the information that is exchanged with Apple. Apple can't break it for you. As you know, last year, James Comey, um, or was it the year before, tried to take them to court because they had a phone, an Apple phone, and they wanted Apple to break it. And they said, look, we can't break. We don't have we don't have the keys. The keys belong to the individuals. And they said, well, write some code that will break it. And they said, no, that's not what we do. So I think Apple does do a very good job in this area. Now, in the case of uh, Mr. Terrian here, the privacy commissioner federally, uh, he's looking at fines, exorbitant, not exorbitant, I guess, uh, some meaningful fines if, in fact, uh, they were to, again, breach their own privacy rules. Uh, what do you think would be a good ballpark figure as far as fines are concerned? Well, you know, they've got to, he's absolutely right, though. They have to have some meaningful fines that they can issue, you know, in the, in the EU under the new privacy law, the GDPR. They can issue fines up to 4% of global revenue. So imagine 4% of global revenues of, of a Facebook, which is, I think they make like $120 billion a year. 4% of that, we're talking significant amounts. So I don't want to hazard a guess as to what amount he wants, but it has to be significant and meaningful so that people can actually take this seriously. Again, with Ann Kavukian, three-time privacy commissioner here in the province of Ontario, uh, another privacy issue that has surfaced these home devices, uh, the assistants oh. like Amazon Echo, Google Home, and things like that. Don't get me going. Well, all right. I guess it's already too late for that. But uh, <laughs> since these things are becoming ubiquitous and they're always on, they're transmitting data, uh, yeah. people not really aware of the fact that uh, they're being used and uh, pretty much your data is being mined in perpetuity here. It's, it's, it's unconscionable, and people aren't aware of it. That's the problem. You know, they leave these devices on all the time. They, they capture, you know, the, the personal sweet nothings between you and your spouse or the private conversations you're having with your children. All of this is captured and being shared, disclosed with third parties unknown. You have no control over that. I, I just, you know, I tell people don't use these things. But if you're going to at least turn them off when you're having anything sensitive going on in your house. And there are uh, researchers at Princeton University, as I understand it, who have developed an app to determine how this data that's being mined, uh, I guess, you know, subconsciously, uh, because you're not aware of it or, you know, you're just uh, oblivious to it because these devices are always on. It's being shared with a network of participants in this data mining thing. I, I love that Princeton has come out with this um, device. I think it's called the Princeton IoT Inspector that basically lets consumers know what information about them is being collected in their, you know, with these all these smart devices in their homes and where it's being transmitted. I applaud them for that because at least it will raise awareness on the part of individuals how extensively their personal information is being disclosed. And remember, John, the, the home, that's the last bastion of privacy. You should have complete privacy in your home. Well, you don't because you've got these stupid devices on, and it, they're transmitting all of your uh, personal conversations, etc., to third parties unknown. It's appalling, but it's great that there's this new device that Princeton has developed. All right, it's an app. So uh, what, what would it do? It would just alert you to the fact that uh, this is what's taking place, all this interconnected network of people who are sharing your data because they send it back and forth to each other and this and that, unbeknownst to people uh, until we make them aware. Uh, do you think some kind of personal readout would be necessary? How would people be alerted to the reality of what's going on? And, and that's a good question, and I don't know exactly how this is going to play out, 
So there may be some kind of readout or some way you'll be notified, of course, because their whole intention is to let the individuals know who are these devices talking to in terms of letting your information flow out to them and how many different servers are involved in the background and is the app connecting with advertisers and tracking services and who's watching. It's it's amazing. So the way it'll play out, we'll have to wait and see. But the fact that it's even started, you, you can rest assured there'll be other apps like this as well. And this should put the IoT devices, the Alexas, uh, the Echoes, on alert that they can't just keep doing this and sharing your data with the world. No, they can't do it. Yeah, it seems the data mining is almost growing exponentially because all, all the devices that are monitoring us, you know, whether it's a smart TV, uh, even coffee makers, you know, that you can turn on with your mobile phone, all of these things are uh, starting to, yeah, reap these reams of data that are in turn shared in this network and being sold. This is all part and parcel of our privacy that we give up for the sake of convenience or, you know, high-tech gadgets that sort of mollifies us. Very interesting as always, Anne. It's good to uh, update the file periodically with your presence. Thanks for it. Always a pleasure, John. Thank you. you. Anne Kavukian, again, is the three-term privacy commissioner in Ontario out at Ryerson University's Privacy by Design Center of Excellence. The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.